Hello and welcome to Conversations with Ken O'Connick. I am so thrilled to be with you today. Uh, it's been a couple months and uh, for those of you that have been following me know that Chelsea and I had a little baby girl, Jordan. Uh, it's her three-month birthday today and as we get into a solid routine of what we're trying to do in this life as parents, uh, there has been some adjusting and uh, it has been amazing. Uh, definitely challenging, but amazing. And so I'm recording this podcast for you all today and I am so excited to be here with you. If you're working out, if you're driving the car, if you're walking the dogs, or if you are just sitting and doing work right now, listening to this, I'm grateful for you. I appreciate you. And my only hope is that I give value to you. And so honestly, the last few months, it's just been constant content, thinking about different content to share with you guys. What direction do we want to go with this? And I have to say, I am really excited about the next few that I got on the docket. The one that I want to share with you guys today is relationship, as always, right? That's the thesis. That's what we're trying to do here. But the relationship with your ride or die, your spouse, your partner in crime, however you want to label that situation. And if you don't have one of those, maybe this is a valuable listen for you to gain perspective on the, the one that you want, if that's what you want down the road. Uh, if you do, know that these are things that we have come to bring value or we have had value brought to the relationship because of the things that I'm sharing with you guys today. And I hope that it, it resonates with you. And as always, this is not finite. This is not an absolute. I'm going to talk in those ways because it is for us, but it doesn't mean it has to be for you. My hope is, is that small parts of this become valuable to you and you apply those in your life. Uh, but by no means do I expect that you take all of these things, apply all of these things and do it just like us because I'm me and you are you and who's to say that I know your situation, but this is our situation and it's worked. And so the last three months, especially raising a kid has been an amazing process. We've enjoyed it a ton and we're just trying to be grateful for every moment because the moments change so fast and there's obviously things or situations that we could be frustrated about or be stressed about but at the end of the day even when it comes to like lack of sleep or the diapers or whatever it is or the problems of raising a kid I know for me it's our first kid so that's stressful like you know, I didn't take a class on this. I wasn't a huge baby person as it is. And so being that this is the first diapers I've ever changed or the first child I've ever taken care of, um, it's been an interesting ride for sure. But the one thing I can tell you through all that stress, all that anxiety, all these new endeavors, the my ride or die, Chelsea, has been incredible. Uh, definitely swung up 
or uh, punching up on a higher weight class when it came to that one. But I will say that her and I are on the absolute page of some of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you guys today that allows us to be um, the happy couple that we are and doing and moving and grooving like the way we are. And this is the first time I'm really bringing her into it. And it's a shame because she should have got brought into it a long time ago. Because I am who I am because of her. Because she is my ride or die. She is my partner. And I think it's important to know that individuals that you see that do things at a high level or succeed have people in their corner that you don't know about that plays a huge part in that. And so it's important for you guys to realize that there is your corner. There is your table. There is your group of people that you know, mold you, shape you, um, give you perspective, you know, maybe a devil on one shoulder and an angel on another that allow you to be who you are. And Chelsea by far is the main contributor to who I am. And so some of the things that I have found in conversation with people that I think has, uh, you know, maybe peaked an eyebrow or allowed people to think a little differently that I'm excited to share with you guys is just having some, you know, core principles that make your family who you are, make your couple who you are. And I'm not going to go and bore you with the list that I have, but the, the, the few that stand out is maximum effort. Yes, this is a Deadpool quote. Yes, this is from a movie but it applies in real life, having and doing maximum effort, especially when you don't want to, especially when it's hard is the most important to give maximum effort. And it's something that we share amongst ourselves. Many times we repeat it and it, it helps for the things that we're working on or the things that we're going through. Another phrase is we do hard things. And I believe that's a priming technique to allow myself to push Chelsea and Chelsea to push me when things get hard. Because guess what? They get hard for everyone. And to have that person just remind you, it's like, oh, I hate hearing it. But then I love hearing it at the same time because it gets me to take that next step. Another one, how you do anything is how you do everything. And this one resonates deep for me because I was someone that used to not make the bed, used to not do things the right way, used to cut corners. And I justified all of those things along the way and not realizing that every time that I cut a corner or any time I did something not at the best of my ability... I was hurting myself in perpetuity, the growth of this life. And so how you do anything is how you do everything really got me to change the way I did the small things that I justified as things that weren't, you know, beneficial to me or mattered and absolutely benefited the things that did matter, that were beneficial. And so I highly encourage you to Tell yourself that how everything is done, if you do it well, then you will get well out of it. If you do poorly, you will get poorly out of it. And very rarely does that go up and down. Maybe you could have a roller coaster effect, 
I know I didn't. It affected everything. And the last one, and this one cuts probably pretty deep, you know, maybe even to the bone, but it's important is to know that when you commit to someone else in a relationship, and I mean, this is like whoever your partner is, if it's a partner, isn't, you know, a romantic partner, if it's not your, your husband or your wife or your spouse or whatever you label that as, is that you have to commit so far past yourself to be able to go as far as needed to achieve probably greatness if that's the goal of yours. And so this one is die to oneself. And like I said, it cuts to the bone. But it is a mantra that I repeat often when I get to step or I want to step into selfish mindsets because I do still. You know, there's things that I want to do. There's things that I expected an outcome of a certain way. And it sucks when you're that way. But if you remind yourself to die to oneself, you know, when Chelsea and I have a heated debate, if you will, uh, maybe some people call that an argument. We choose the more optimistic definition is uh, a differences of opinions uh, where we dig in and whew, it is awesome. It is wonderful, uh, but it's challenging. But when the dust settles and you talk about dying to oneself and you understand that the commitment to the, is the other person, it really changes what matters and allows for you to really achieve something great between you two. And the and what I know is if you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go with a team. And Chels is my co-pilot in life. And I'm really excited for this new journey that we're about to go on. And so those are some just principles, disciplines, values, mantras that we have in our life. And I encourage that if you want to grow this relationship with your ride or die, that you uh, spend some time with them hashing those out and then challenge to keep each other accountable and intertwine those into your day to day. And they will make an impact on you. And so the other thing that goes into this is, is acknowledging that, that when you're doing this with the other person is that you have to invest a lot of things. You have to invest a lot of time. You have to invest a lot of energy. You have to invest a lot of money. You have to invest a lot of, um, character building. There's just so many things you have to invest into the other person. But something I highly encourage, go figure, is investing time, money, and energy into developing yourself as that partner, as that person. There's a few books that I'll share with you from a man's perspective. Um, and again, there, there's lots of different perspectives out there, but this was very helpful. If you're listening into this as your man or, and you want to get these, let me know uh, or look them up and we can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation about them. I don't recommend all books for all people, but in this relationship situation, I highly recommend them for what it did for our relationship, especially in the first few years after marriage. Um, or if you're a woman and you maybe some of these things resonate with your spouse and you're listening to it, 
let's talk about it. I'll more than happy to tell you about it and maybe potentially how you can segue one of these books in, into that. Uh, it's three books and there's so many out there, right? So these were, were valuable to me uh, and I, I, I have recommended them to many people and I've had a lot of people give me a lot of positive feedback when they're listening to these books. The first one is Love Languages. A lot of people have obviously heard that. And what was most important about love languages to me was not what was my love language, but what was Chelsea's love language. And they do happen to be the exact opposite of mine. And figuring out ways to position my mind uh, and, and body to step into those and gain joint enjoyment from those because of what it meant to her. And that's sometimes challenging, right? Because we're humans and humans are selfish people like we all are, you know, to an extent. And so being able to learn to challenge myself to push through those was incredibly beneficial in our relationship. And the thing about it, too, is, is I invested that much in it for me and she invested just as much for her. And hey, guess what? We're both trying as hard as we can to do something for the other person you end up being in a good place. And I know not everyone is like that or they don't have a relationship like that and there's we could you know have a you know a heated conversation about that cuz I think it's worth you know having if you are in that situation but it it definitely is something that everyone should have and can have if they work really hard for it. The next book is Strength Finders. If you know me, I bring up strengths all day long. But knowing my wife's strengths, knowing what she brought to the table who she was, what filled her up and what drained her and knowing how did my strengths complement with that, but then also knowing how my strengths pulled energy away from her strengths and being able to work on myself because that's the most important thing, right? Work on yourself, grow yourself, invest in yourself, and you're going to gain a lot from that in, in, in your life. And so when I did that, I was amazed at how like, solutions started just to appear. Uh, conflicts were getting resolved. And it felt that the issues that we thought were issues just almost just dissipated because we were focusing on our strengths. We were focusing on each other's strengths and really predicating to what was valuable to them or what they did best. And it really allowed it to cut through a lot of the crap that you deal with in this day and age. And the last one, Conscious Man. I don't even know the name of it. I got it probably. Right there. Ajurna. A dog, I believe. It's a book written by Conscious Man. He also wrote the book, uh, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. This book unlocked my mind for many ways this die to oneself was all over in this book uh, mentors of mine have shared die to oneself too and so it just resonated so deep right it it talked about being right and even when you're right you're wrong and i think anyone that has in a relationship they're probably laughing right now because it doesn't matter, right? It talks about scorecards. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. It's probably better that you don't. But if you know, you know. And it talked about just the mindset to tackle a lot of these things and really invest in 
the, the, the future, the perpetuity of your life with this ride or die. And so those three books have had a major impact in our relationship for me personally and Chelsea. And, you know, she has some too, and they have been valuable for her. But really what you probably hear in all of this, right, after you hear these books, after you do this is, man, you know, they're working really hard on themselves so that they can bring more to the, the sum of the whole, right? And that's what it's about is, is really knowing and working on that. And, and if you, again, referring back to what I said earlier is that there is someone you see and there's someone behind them talking in their ear, right? There's, you know, the pillow talk. There's the banter after work. There's the the problem solving that you're having to do. And yeah, that's, you know, some people are like, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of, you know, you got to you gotta check those things at the door. But being able to soundboard those things, being able to have someone that's invested and listening and wants to hear and then gives their perspective into that is so beneficial. And it really, you know, gets to the the point that I think is the most important thing, because I think there's so many important things in a relationship. And again, it depends on what you value. And I think that that might change. But for me and Chelsea, the most important thing is communication. Because with communication, the roads to success for you and your spouse or you and your partner are endless. Because communication cuts through so many things. It, it builds trust, it builds respect, it it, it it really makes you honor the other person. And it is such a challenging thing to do to speak appro- like appropriately, to use tact when necessary, and you know, share you know, the hard things that you need to share and communicate. And if you cannot communicate with your spouse about everything, then you're on a journey where you're going to have some issues that are going to be really hard to overcome. And, you know, communication really plays into trust, right? I think as a, you know, as in a relationship, you would need to be able to trust the person and relentless communication really allows that when you start to not communicate uh, it with the proper frequency, that trust can break down, obviously, and it takes a long time to build trust, but you can lose trust in a moment. And so really working on the communication allows for that. But ultimately, too, it allows you to declutter your mind. And if you're anything like me, crazy ADHD, got a million things, you know, you know, going in the head and back out every single day based on what you're doing, having that communication piece and being able to relay that to that other person really finites a relationship and allows you to take a lot more confidence and energy towards what you're doing. And so those things really work together to um, help people fight harder to be a power couple or achieve the things that they want to achieve. There's some other things too. It all kind of wraps into communication, you know, staying in your lane or your circle. Uh, I think it was, you know, from a book called Boundaries that we got, but knowing your lane not crossing over in your lane and then having safe words or, you know, being able just to say, hey, get in your lane, bro. Uh, It's a phrase we use in our house a lot and uh, it's incredibly beneficial. Another thing that is really valuable too is especially for guys to girls is because we're different, right? Guys are different than girls. Girls are different than guys. And then if you don't identify with either, then there's differences there too as well. But 
the the thing that I find interesting is this this solution oriented resolve that sometimes really hits hard in relationships, right? So use an example, and I'm gonna make up one. If I could ha- think of one, I would, but I'm sorry, I can't think of one right this second. But say I done mess up, and I told Chelsea I was gonna do something, and I forgot about it, and I didn't do it. And Chelsea's really frustrated, and she's coming into me, and you know, it's it's a it's a heated discussion as we talk about. If you're anything like me, I want to fix that right there and then. I want to get it done. I want to resolve it. I want to get it done. Well, anything I know about the the other side is they maybe don't want to get it done. Maybe they want to process a little bit. Maybe they need to, you know, distance themselves before they do something that they're not going to be happy with. But you got me on my side. I want to get it done. I want to have a solution. I want to get get out of this and get on to the next thing. But those moments where you're able to pause and die to oneself, even if it's going to bed, you know, not happy, right? I know they say, don't go to bed angry, but is really going to bed or trying to stay up 2, 30, 3, 4 a.m. because you got a dispute between one of other and you're tired as all get out and you're stressing about what you got to do the next day. Is that really the best or is it better to go to sleep, get some rest, have some distance, repeat some mantras, and then come back at it? I don't know. I mean, you'd be surprised, but I think you'd be really impressed with the outcome. You know, I mean, the debates could go on and on. You know, maybe it's on how the silverware goes in the dishwasher, right? Maybe, you, you know, you put the eating end up or the eating end down. I mean, I think only a psychopath puts the eating end up because then your dirty mug is grabbing or your dirty hands are grabbing those. But I mean... That's a whole nother story or maybe for another podcast. Division of labor, getting right into this, is everything is your guys's. There's no, there is no, that's your job, that's your thing. You know, at some point it's we all the time, you know, less me and more we. Doesn't mean that your spouse can't have a specific you know, task list or whatever, but at the end of the day, it's still we, right? You know, something that I've said many times, you know, for a long time, Chelsea and I, you know, she worked from home or she just at home doing and managing some of our businesses. I worked, you know, a regular nine to five job plus all the other things. And so she helped out more around the house. It was our house. And so we worked, she did a more energy towards the work, but if I do the dishes, I'm not helping her do the dishes. I'm doing the dishes for our house, right? And understanding that division of labor and that no matter what, it's always we, it's never me, is a powerful, powerful thing for the relationship. And the last piece that I think is really important to understand with the the skills and tools to build a strong ride-or-die relationship is different voices creates different choices. And I use this example often and many times. Maybe you've been talking to your significant other about this thing you should do or this thing you you, you should buy this because it's going to be great for the home. And your spouse is like, uh-huh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then you guys are out to dinner with your friends. And that person that you're with, the the the, the wife is, says this thing about this thing you should have been buying for your home. And the husband hears that and they're like, oh, it's a really good idea. We should do that, honey. Like, let's get that done. And your wife's going to be like, I've been telling you that for weeks. Do you not listen? Do you not do you not pay attention? You get what I'm saying, right? But if you understand that different voices creates different choices, you'd be able to walk away from that solution. All you should be saying is, hey, thanks, friend, for saying that. I appreciate it. And then learning that you need to position yourself like chess maybe, to be a couple steps ahead and utilize friends, family, coworkers to get these things done because it's a way of life. It's not a manipulation. But I know for a fact when Chelsea's trying to get through to me and she can't, she calls up a mentor of ours and says, hey, reach out to Ken and please talk about that. That mentor is texting me later that day. It's because Chelsea's work in the system because it's how it works. And it's just, it's the rule book, right? It's, and you got to know the rule book because we didn't write it. It's just out there. It's, you know, it's human nature. And she just follows those laws, those rules. And she understands that. And then it gets to me. And then she's happier. I'm happier. And at the end of the day, we're in a better place. These are some of the things that Chelsea and I do to be where we're at. We have joy. We have happiness. We have struggles. We have challenges, just like anyone. But the constant commitment to these principles, the constant understandings of these philosophies allows you to extract much joy and accomplishment uh, from them and allow you to continue to press on into the future and continuing to achieve more. Now, Chelsea and I have been labeled a power couple, a strong duo, you know, many different things. When you look at Everything that we're doing, you know, between her resume and my resume. And I wanted to bring these things to you guys because my hope is, is that maybe a couple of them become valuable to you. At the end of the day, you got to find someone that is willing to invest more into the other person than themselves and to lose their selves in that commitment to truly be successful at you want to do. And I hope that most of you see the value in this and decide to commit to these principles because I know when I look at what we've worked at and created, it gives me extreme satisfaction and joy. And we have so much more work to do and we have so many more challenges to overcome. But I believe the core foundation of what's been built, what's been laid, is going to allow us to to overcome most or all of those situations. You know, there's some key points that really fire people up. You know, politics, money, uh, there's a couple other, faith. And what I know when Chelsea and I went through the worst year of our life, you know, the beginning of, you know, the 2020 year, you know, it's almost two, it was over two years ago. The crazy thing to think about was is that our relationship was so strong that it was the only thing that we were able to look at and be positive about 
given everything else was crumbling around us. And I truly believe because of what we've laid, we were able to get through that and be in a 10 times better place than we've ever been before. And so I encourage you to invest in that because at the end of the day, it's really, it's all you got. And there's a lot of things that you can accumulate in life, but finding a spouse, a partner uh, in life that cares more about you than they do themselves is a pretty amazing thing. And so I hope, guys, that this delivered value. Uh, I hope that this will be something that you can apply in your life with your relationships. And a lot of these things apply to more than just you know your spouse. It could be the same thing to a family member. It could be a co- close coworker, friend, partner, you know, founder at work. It, it, there's so many areas that these are applicable, but. I'm using the spouse one because of how much Chelsea and I have had to work, you know, over the last three months. And we've been so lock in step with what we're doing. It's really allowed for a lot of joy for us and get a lot of laughter out of some of the frustrating things when your your baby cries over something or massive blowout diapers or two hours of sleep through the night that there's still a lot of joy. There's still a lot of laughter and there's still a lot of positive energy in a time that sometimes it's hard to be that way. And I know for us, we've had so many things go on in our life that you know I'm not gonna get into that just in the last few months when it's come to poop hitting the fan. But these things, the, the commitment of each other has really helped out. So I, I've gone on a little long. I went past the script. You guys probably can tell. I hope that you're still here for all of you that support this channel, that support me, I'm grateful for you, for the relationship. I hope to uh, connect with you soon and have a great evening, great day, great morning. Grateful for you. Over and out.